With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okame. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast, and we are founding members of the Odd Pod media network bodies by jake dude my hum's at it again hey you want a beer all that and more is is that a bloody knife that's not cranberry sauce that is definitely not cranberry sauce richie Definitely not cranberry sauce. I didn't, I didn't think it was, but... but ugh. That's some a bit of an iron taste to it. Oh, that. God damn it. Just a fucking can of coagulated blood. <laughs> Failure. In every sense of the word. Failure. My gag reflexes failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a vampire when they see blood. Oh, Welcome to episode 148 of the Super Media Bros Podcast. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm uh, Kami. You're uh, Kami again. Uh, uh. Cult Cinema Showdown 61. Holy shit, dude. 61 of these motherfuckers. That means including like the, the four ways we've done, that's, yeah. that's well over 120 fucking movies. The four ways, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 I'd like to be with people who are, who are as fun and adventuresome as well. Yeah. As into yeah. having fun. Have mm. fun. I enjoy having fun, yes. Same. Looking for somebody who has who likes to have a lot of fun. So do looking I. Looking for someone to have fun with. Yeah. I'd love to have a good time. Uh, able to have fun. Cool. Uh, fun and laughter. And oh. anything that's fun. I like to have fun. And I uh, have a lot of fun. Me too. That one dude just sounded like, yeah, I like to have fun. I kind of like to have fun. We had fun with these movies, though. Of course. Holy shit. And that's what we're here for. This is a Thanksgiving release, everybody. Both True. of these movies have to do with Thanksgiving. True. This week, it's... Blood Rage, a.k.a. Nightmare at Shadow Woods, a.k.a. Slasher, versus Home Sweet Home, a.k.a. Slasher in the House. A.k.a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A.k.a. PCP the movie. A.k.a. Bodies by Jake. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking goddammit. Before we get into that one, let's get into Blood Rage. Now, Blood Rage is a 1987 slasher film directed by John Grismer. This was actually filmed in 1983 in Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. but it got released in a censored cut. 
We fortunately were able to watch the uncensored cut because it didn't cut out all the gore effects and shit. The gorefied gore. The gorefied, the gorefication. I'm happy as fuck that Arrow videos exist because they have been putting out some quality fucking cult film re-releases from back in the day with all the remasters and all the shit. Oh my God, dude. Where the fuck do we even start, dude? I guess we should start in Jacksonville, Florida in 1974. Somewhere in Florida. Not Miami. No. Somewhere. But at a drive-in theater. Yeah, so these two kids are basically on a date with, not really on the date, they're accompanying the parent because she can't just leave them with anybody. And that's where the line from you know earlier was, oh, mom's at it again because they're literally in the back of a station wagon sleeping and mom's just making out away with this random rando. <clears throat> Before that, though, they're showing all these people arrive at the drive-in theater. And who do we see but a condom salesman who is Ted Raimi, the mm-hmm. brother of Sam Raimi. Yep. He's just like, got some rubbers for a dollar. Have you ever played the Resident Evil 4 game? It's kind of like that salesman with all the uh, weapons. He's like, what you buying? <laughs> he just opens his fucking coat. I've got a Magnum right here. <laughs> you like lifestyle? That's a good one. That's a good one. It's not. <laughs> not really. Any fuck away. The dude starts making out with her. And she looks in the backseat and she's like, but. But the kids, and he's like, oh, they're, they've, they've been asleep, blah, blah, blah. But there's just a random gun in one of their laps. And in the next shot, it's just not there. Yeah, it looks like one of those, like, toy a- ARs. Still, it laying across fucking... Her. Yeah, but it was like one scene, it's there. Another scene, it's like, oh, it just it's noped out of here. Right. I you don't want to watch mom either. Cody, wake up. Wake up. Mom's at it again. God damn it. <laughs> Let's just sneak out of the back. You know, because... Mom is so deep into the bone zone, she's not going to fucking notice us leaving. Legs. Mm. Yep, that's pretty much home, dude. Yeah, he just looks... hmm. (laughs) But what do they do? They go and, you know, make trouble. Terry and and Todd. They end up at this one couple's car. Terry just fucking hammers the dude. I think it was one of the hatchet. Yeah, he just walks up to this pickup truck and just grabs a hatchet that's got, like, a ball peen on the end of it. And just, he walks up to this dude who bought the condoms from Ted Raimi. Just going to Pound Town. He's going to fucking Guy Fieri's Pound Flavor Town on this bitch in the back seat. And he's just like, you know what? I forgot the ketchup. Looks up at the kid. Terry, he's just looking down. He's like, get out of here, kid. And Terry's like, I got your ketchup right here. And commences to just hacking the fuck out of this dude, like, graphically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. It makes his date, like, take off in the fucking night with no clothes on. But what makes me laugh is at one point in the... I don't know if you saw this or not, but at one point in that scene, she fucking looks like she's holding his head up for him to hit. Like, mm-hmm. just underneath, you just see her propping like, his head up. Ah, just hit him right here. Fucking take him. <laughs> don't hit me. <laughs> she fucking ah. runs the fuck away. Naked. Her, her cheeks flapping in the wind. Yeah, her butt cheeks. Dude, and she's like not even covered in blood in that shot. And no. he's just pouring all over. She's like, you don't get any on me. And he's like, I won't, babe. I, I bought a rubber. For your protection. <laughs> he, he wound up giving her the hiv instead in another way with the fucking blood pouring all over. Mm-hmm. But what happens next is Terry pins it on Todd. What a dick. Puts the axe in his hand and like covers his arms and chest and stuff with blood. And what I find fucking retarded about this scene is there are like 10 people running up to the scene while he's doing that. They all see it happen and not one of them fucking says anything. They don't question it at all. They're like, oh, this kid's handing his brother the axe and wiping blood on him. Oh, wait, he is the killer. (laughs) 
The kid who just got the axe is the killer. He probably fucking looked at all those kids. What you want? Yeah. <laughs> they fucking were like, oh, ain't you saying shit? Nope. So Todd gets blamed for the whole thing and is scared to the point where he just can't speak. He's frozen in terror at what just happened. Cut to 10 years later at a mental institution. Maddie is bringing him a slice of pumpkin pie, which we get this weird fucking monologue between the therapist and Maddie. And we were cracking the fuck up because you could see their dialogue happening. And then the inner monologue of, um, Berman, Dr. Berman, Berman, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. So she's fucking, (laughs) she's just like, what did she fucking say? Um, She's trying to tell the kid or tell the mom what's going on. And she tries to, you know, remind her that, you know, he's making progress, but he still won't say much on anything. But he blames his brother. That's he what he still, does. He say. still blames his brother. So the mom starts freaking out. And the inner monologue from Dr. Bourbon was so at that point when she escalated, my past work with hysterical patients helped me calm her down and just gives her the stink eye. And literally immediately after she said that, the mom goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? She don't even say anything to her. She just looks at her like, bitch. <laughs> she, I know you're not cutting up in my office. She, what you want? I'm sorry. What you gonna do? <laughs> right? Exactly, dude. It's so stupid. <laughs> well, I forgot to mention one thing about the fucking, um, about her date in the car. Remember? Because he's like, I don't do women that drag their kids around everywhere. He should have been the one that got axed. So, yeah. Cut to 10 years later, 1984. Where Todd has pumpkin pie in his hand and he just crushes it. Oh my God. He anger. <laughs> he's just like, I don't fucking want it. Right into the wall. He's like, I don't like pumpkin pie. <laughs> he just throws it at the fucking wall. Just, eh. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> just open. <laughs> Dr. Burns should have like used her uh, experience to calm him down. But she just gives him the fucking stink eye. He just looks at her. Ah, fuck. I messed up. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up again. Cuts to Terry playing football. He's playing around, that's for sure. That's it. He's, and he's got a girlfriend, Karen. And then he sees like this neighbor and her daughter just jog by. And she's like, you must be Terry. Heard so much about you. Then openly like kind of flirts with old girl. Was that uh, Andrea? Andrea? Yeah. Yeah. So they cut to dinner that night. And the neighbor and Andrea are at dinner with them. Maddie announces, oh, I'm getting engaged to, to Brad, my new boyfriend. And dude, the fucking shit that you pointed out uh, in comparison to Silent Night, Deadly Night with this shit was fucking hilarious because it's like a trigger for Terry. Anytime his mom gets close with somebody. Well, it was either that or basically anybody that fucks around. It's like, hmm, no, that's <laughs> naughty. Legs. Clothes. Clothes. Mm. <laughs> His fucking get-up dude with his popped collar and his tie just half-assed on him. Fucking drinking milk and shit. Like a little noob. This is what makes me laugh, though. Everybody at that table has a glass of wine, except for him. And she calls him back to the oven because she gets a phone call that Todd has escaped from the mental institution. And I just love this dynamic where she's just like, yeah, let's not tell anybody. Terry goes to fucking sit at the table. The fucking door to the kitchen pops open. There's Brad, like some fucking game show host. Her, yeah, with, her, with Maddie and her fucking tits hanging out too. Almost. Oh my fucking. God. Like she looked like an old school, you know, type person, but just literally just cleavage just popping out on this. Chick. Dude, she's got whiskey voice from hell. Who wants bread? Who wants bread? At <laughs> me and Brad are getting married. Get Brad. <laughs> Brad. We're getting married. When? Now. 
Oh, by the way, Terry, your brother escaped from prison. I mean, the institution. I mean, the school. Because that was one thing, too. Like, she kept saying, oh, well, he escaped from school. And by school, I mean the institution. It's like, what is it? Exactly. Let's let's just not tell everybody and pretend nothing happened. Okay, Mom. Oh, by the way, my brother escaped. Yeah, you guys are going to get to meet the rest of my family. My psychopath brother escaped. Maddie just like, Ugh. It was at that point that Maddie tried to use the stink eye tactic on Terry, but it didn't work. Oh, fuck. Yeah, just... Ah, fuck. At that point, Terry openly is flirting with old girl in front of his girlfriend. (laughs) She's like, you should come over. And he's like, all right, maybe I will. Yeah, because she's babysitting this kid. And it's like, oh, hey, you want to come babysit with me? Sure. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at that point, yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. It... So at this point, Jackie, who's some dude we don't even know yet, shows up at the fucking front door with a train gun. And then Dr. Berman's like right behind him. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not him. That's his brother. Can't you tell? It's like, no, you fucking can't tell. They're twins. Yeah. The fucker yanked Terry out the door. It's like, hey, I found him. It's him. And then it turns out that Brad, the the brand new fiance, turns out he's the apartment manager. Mm -hmm. So now we know how she's living in this swank ass place. She's fucking the manager. Oh, yeah. That's how you always do it. Exactly. So he goes out and he's like, well, if he's on the property, there's about 10 acres out here. He's probably on one of the back porches or on one of the hiking trails. But you know what? If you need me, I'm going to be in my office. So he goes to his fucking office and Terry just kind of like knocks on the fucking glass door. And Brad's drinking a beer and he fucking just swivels around in this chair and gets his fucking hand cut off, dude. Mm -hmm. Jesus fuck, dude. It was so awesome looking. He got unarmed. Literally. And Terry's like, now, now, you unhand that beer. <laughs> Just fucking chops it right off. You should be drinking milk. You need more vitamin D in your body. You see how easily your hand just flew off? Maybe that was why he was so pissed off and killed people. Nobody drank milk. But Nobody me. drank milk. That, that's the motive. <laughs> Nobody you need more drank calcium fucking, in those bones. It needs more calcium. Yep, exactly. You kill the shit out of them. You need to unhand that beer. Sweet. But I'm drinking vitamin B. B for beer. No, I see through your bullshit. I slice through your bullshit, too. Yeah. God damn, he chopped his fucking hand clean off. The hand effect looked really cool. It was like twitching on the ground and squeezing the fucking beer can and twitching mm-hmm. everywhere. It was fucking awesome. And then, like, Jackie's looking around for Todd, and he's like, Todd, I got some goodies. Pats his fucking jacket. Then he goes immediately to Tally like, from South Park. Want to get high? <laughs> well, sure. But, yeah, like, he, he sees Terry. He's like, oh, man, I thought you were your brother. Man, y'all look a lot alike. You want to hit this? Yeah, sure. Without missing a fucking beat, he's like, you know, Dr. B says that Todd didn't do it. Yes, he did. He fucking just stabs him with a machete. They should have actually done it right when he said, you want to take a hit? Yeah, sure. Slip. Right. It just <laughs> Comedic timing. Come on. Oh, my God, dude. When he, he fucking stabs him. And it's just, it reminded me of that sequence in uh, Samurai Cop 2 when uh, Matt Caritas fucking stabs Biling. Mm. And it, you, <laughs> I'll never forget this as long as I live. <laughs> you said it looked like a Keurig of blood yeah. <laughs> just pouring out. I mean, I literally can just like go up to her and push a button. And she's just, <laughs> it must be that time of the month. No, she did. No, we told you she did. She's but that's, di- she's dialing now. Dude, and this, this movie is so fucking hilarious. It's just all over the place a little bit in a good way. Because I think like the next shot is Maddie getting all like depressed and shit. And she's sitting on the floor just eating by hand. She's eating mac and cheese, like leftover mac and cheese and green beans by hand leftovers from the refrigerator, like right in front of the shit. 
I just I, I could not help but laugh at that shit because I'm like, man, what the fuck, dude? I mean, I've been there before, but that's like three o'clock in the morning, drunk off my ass. Like, what's in the fridge? Man, she was like, oh, it was such a good Thanksgiving. It was such a good Thanksgiving. And then she's on the floor like, oh. <laughs> and then Dr. Berman's like looking around in the woods. She gets chopped clean in fucking half. Mm-hmm. You don't see it, but like you see her get approached by Terry and then it cuts away. And then like they come back to her and she's just like, oh, and she's like flailing on the ground. But it's just the top half of her body and her fucking. <laughs> God damn it. Her fucking legs. Mm-hmm. Just hanging around over the ground. Yeah, they're like two feet away from her. <laughs> two feet. <laughs> I don't know if you meant to do that, but that was fucking great. Of course I did. I mean, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> so for real, though, just <laughs> two feet away. That's where my lower half is. Two feet away. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Yep. So <sighs> distancing at his best. <laughs> Chromie, oh shit. Yep. Anyway, so, so fucking Todd winds up just waltzing onto the complex. And then Maddie is trying to, like, to no end call Brad. And dude, I just never understood through this whole fucking time why she didn't just walk over to his apartment. Yeah, I mean, being that it's on the same fucking property, it's not <laughs> driving distance. Right. To kind of make a long story short with her character, like, she goes through this long and drawn out just psychosis. Like, she loses her fucking mind over this shit. I mean, she's calling everybody. Like she's calling like operators and all kinds of people. Just explaining every time she calls somebody new, she explains everything. Operator, I called this number and it says it's disconnected. That's not true. My boyfriend is there and I need to talk to him. That's pretty much what she sounds like. <laughs> she really does sound like Mrs. Big Head. I need to talk to Ed. Ed, I need to talk to Brad. Oh, Brad. <laughs> At one point, whenever Todd like runs into Karen, she's like, you're high, aren't you? Just mm-hmm. looks at him and she still thinks it's Terry. And she's trying to like, you know, flirt with him and shit like that. And he's just like, oh, I'm Todd. I've never kissed a girl before. But the way she fucking says this shit is hilarious. She's just kind of like, oh, you've never kissed a girl before? Oh, that's something you ought to try later. Okay, thanks. Bye. And just fucking bolts. Kind of bringing back a little bit on that. There were some of Terry's friends that decided to hang out with them. And that's where Karen was involved because she was concerned about why Terry was acting so distant and strange since she got back into town or he got back into town or something like that from college. And that's where she went to his house and approached the back door. And that's where Todd was, which they had the little exchange there about, you know, making out and shit like that. Or No, she was wanting to have it. She wanted to do it. Oh, yeah. And Todd was like, Oh, I'm Todd, but, you know, we can do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just walks up like Beavis. Hey, how's it going? But no, like, one of her friends, Artie, just goes to go after him with a fucking baseball bat. Like, that's gonna fucking do anything. Oh, yeah, then Maddie starts fucking, like, drunk cleaning everything. Because it cuts from her eating shit on the floor. Not literal shit, but it may as well be. (laughs) Like, she's eating stuff on the fucking floor, and then it cuts back to her. And she's multitasking, like, rotophone dialing, like, somebody. And she's just fucking pouring this huge glass of wine just just a large cauldron of wine it's not really a large cauldron but it the glass looks huge mm-hmm. she may as well be just drinking out the bottle at this point i was about to say just pour one for our homies and drink the bottle by herself right but so todd finds the doctor in the woods that's cut in half and the fucker like tries to put her back together and it's funny because he just he's like why he's not like you. sad about it yeah he's like not you you believed me 
takes then, her gun. <laughs> but then there was this little girl screaming for a cat in the middle of the fucking woods. And Ty was like, I'm sorry to hear about you, cat, but you need to go home and lock yourself up because there are some dangerous people out here right now. Okay. It just walks off like, <laughs> like nothing, nothing wrong. And then this is the point where Todd's like, okay, Terry, someone's going to believe me that it was you. Yeah. And then like the neighbor that old girl was babysitting for, I think it's this couple where this, this chick is um, with this other guy and he's talking about like all the liquor she's got on her, um, her uh, fucking coffee table. This that guy, yeah. God damn it. That fucking Jesus Christ. So she's in the room, like getting all dolled up and shit. And she just looks at her infant child in this bassinet. And she's just like, I'm mommy's going to get you a rich daddy or something. And I'm just like, Ugh. how old are you? <laughs> right, dude. But yeah, so Terry winds up cutting this dude's head off and hanging it in front of the door outside. Mm-hmm. And she fucking hears a knock at the door. So she goes to look at the shit. And then she's like, what are you doing out there? Cause she looks through the peephole and then she opens it and it's just his head hanging. And she's like, ah! I'm not getting a rich daddy today. <laughs> she fucking runs to put her coat on. And then Terry just pops out the corner. My house has gone. And he fucking puts the jacket on her. Hey there. They look cold. <laughs> just like the jacket. Then Todd goes back into his old house, like kind of look. He's looking around and shit. And Maddie's like passed out drunk in the fucking hallway. And he just brings her and puts her to fucking bed. And doesn't she like mumble something to like, oh, hey, Terry. Yeah. And he's like, yes. <laughs> like you could see just the awkwardness in his face. He's like, oh, gosh, she thinks I'm brother. This is what made me laugh about this scene. Okay. So he puts her in the bed and she seems to pass out drunk. And then it cuts to Terry stalking Andrea, Karen, Ramsey, and Artie, like, are around the fucking apartment. And then it cuts back to Maddie, and she's drinking again mm-hmm. on the phone. <laughs> like, this bitch is just drunk. She is, like, drunk dialing fucking Brad at this point. She's calling, like, any fucking number. Brad! <laughs> is he there? That's not his office. I know you're there, bitch. Pick up. And then I think it's hilarious because... Artie is going to look for Andrea and Greg, but then he runs into Todd, who holds him, like, is trying to convince him that Terry is the one that did this, but fucking holds him at gunpoint. Like, dude, that is not going to help your case whatsoever. It was my brother the whole time. Oh, yeah, I believe you. (laughs) Gun. And then he gets to the house with him, and he's like, Terry, your brother's here, and he just steps to the side, and Todd just points the gun at Terry, and Terry's just like, oh, yeah, how's it going? (laughs) And then Todd runs away. Yep. No. So Terry and Artie go after him, and then they find all these weapons on this bridge, okay? And that's the point where, the, well, it's the second time he's like, oh, that's not cranberry sauce. Because he's like, is it, what is this? And he's like, that's not cranberry sauce, Artie. That is not cranberry sauce. So he's got this, like, barbecue fork, and he just sticks Artie right in the fucking jugular hard. <laughs> like, he fucking bleeds Stick everywhere. Take a fork on that, because he's done. And then Karen is searching around and finds Terry and she's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, this is Todd's. He's probably killing some people right now. Just so nonchalant. He's probably killing somebody right now. Then immediately like turns on her. Like he's about to swing. He's like, I love you, Karen. And just fucking like swings at her. And she's running, hauling ass and shit. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. And this is where like all the bodies pop up because he's killed. Like he's killed all of her friends already. Ramsey and. Andrea were fucking playing tennis and then they were fucking in the pool. So he's done killed them already. They were fucking on the diving board, actually. Yeah, that's the yeah. talk about a deep dive. Didn't he like before he killed him? He was like, don't do that. And he just. Yep. <laughs> it's 
so stupid, dude. Hey, don't do that. Kills him in the fucking pool. <laughs> Talk about insertion. That's not sterile. This is another part about this that mainly cracks me up. She finds the baby. Because she, she's trying to knock on all these doors, which she runs into the little girl that won't let her in. And then she runs into the, the parents of the child. And she's like, your baby's crying. And she just leaves it in the fucking thing and goes to dial 911. Phones are dead. Here comes Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. She fucking, dude, she fucking just reaches back. It just fucking right the dick with the yep. phone. And then he's just like, ah, oh, that hurt. But what makes me laugh is he just, hi. Terry just says hi when he's, you know, he's supposed to be like this menacing little fuck. But he just rolls in and it's not like, and none of that, you don't get any like, which the score is cool in this movie, but you don't get anything like that. It's just like, hey, Karen, hey, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> what if that's what it was? Just, hey, how's it going? They're just like, don't do that. She gets chased with the baby throughout most of the complex at this point. Yeah, which that poor, fu- that poor fucking infant is just getting whipped around left and right. But I think one of my favorite scenes was when she went into the shower room in the pool house. <laughs> oh my God. She puts the baby in the fucking towel like cabinets underneath the sinks. And she finds Ramsey and Andrea in the sauna. Right. But after that, she goes to hide in the bath- uh, bathroom. Well, Terry walks in and he's like, Karen, where are you? And he opens the fucking door. And I, th- I love this part so much because... <laughs> <laughs> Two reasons. One, as soon as he opened the sauna door, the bodies were piled up on each other and it just escalated in music like immediately. It was like, Dah! and then he closes the door and it immediately stops. And then he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but I think that's what made that one comedic though, because when Karen finds them, the same, like it's the same shot, like the exact same shot. And then she shuts the door and the music stops. And then he's like, oh, and he opens it and it's like, like show the, it's almost like a comedy. Like it just writes itself. You know, he opens it. Oh, that was, that was probably one of my favorite moments in this movie. Oh, I forgot, dude. So when Maddie's like Maddie, you get the, you get the feeling she's starting to kind of realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. And she opens the trash can and finds the bloody shirt that he had on when he did his first kill. And we were sitting there and I was just like, dude, what if he pops out the trash can like Mike Denton from fucking Deadly Prey? That's my shirt. Come <laughs> 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 my shirt, bitch. Mom. <laughs> Take your hand. Right. But no, she decides to go and investigate Brad's office. And at this point, Brad's like literally like hunched over on his arms, his nub in his hand, basically just leaning on the desk. And Maddie walks in and oh Brad, you know, it's so good to see. You. And she touches him and his head falls completely forward and just splits open like completely in half. Yeah. That was pretty fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah. Like brains and all just right there. Should have taken that BC powder, dude. Gets rid of those splitting headaches. That brain chop powder. That's it. But at this point, Maddie's coming to the conclusion, like, okay, this has to end now because I'm done with this shit, basically. Right. Well, in the pool house, Terry's still chasing Karen throughout the whole entire pool. Todd shows up with the gun. And at this point, Karen's like, you were right. You were right. He's the killer, not you, Todd. So they're like together and, you know, making sure that they're safe. Well, Todd points the gun. It's empty, which go figure. And 
Terry begins to literally try and assault both of them. Terry and Todd are fighting in the fucking pool because he tries to frame him again. And then Karen pulls Todd out of the pool. Maddie walks in, shoots the flying fuck out of Terry. I mean, like, graphically shoots him. Yeah, it got like one shot in his stomach, one in the chest, but then he got his fucking eye. It was his left eye. Oh, like, pow. It's like, shit. I should shoot him in the fucking dick. Pow, right in the pisser. Well, that's, he, like, that's like two shots right exactly. there. He falls in. Seeing your fucking reaction, like your physical reaction to the ending was fucking phenomenal. You guys, I am normally really good about predicting shit and being like, that happened. This time I was just, I should have known this, but I didn't even think of twice about it. But, you know, Maddie was hugging Todd the entire time and just saying like, you know, you were a good boy. You know, you done no wrong. You were traumatized. I hurt you. All these lines. And Todd was like, he felt relief. He was like, oh my God, my mom finally believes me. And then she goes, oh, my son, Terry. Fuck. Yeah. And it ends with him just looking at her like disappointed. Like he was sad because like he thought she finally believed him and she didn't. And he's like, no, I'm Todd. Well, she loses her shit and just keeps repeating. I'm Todd over and over again and fucking blows her brains out in front of Karen and the baby. This bitch is going to have PTSD for the rest of her fucking life over all this shit. Oh, yeah. And the way the movie ends is Todd is just kind of cowering against the wall, looking at everything that's happened. And the police sirens are in the distance and the movie just cuts to black. So it's a very ambiguous ending. I mean, at this point, it just looks like Todd did all of this. So it's like, hey, you escaped and you did more killings. So congratulations. You back at square one. You going to jail. And that's Blood Rage. I have to say, like, this film, even with all the negative reviews about it, I thought it was a pretty good film. Not, like, the best, but it was better than what people made it out to be. Oh, yeah. It... It's definitely very well produced. Especially with, if you do not expect that kind of ending to happen, it's like, oh my God. But yeah, because my jaw was like, holy shit, what the fuck, Maddie? Come on. Right. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here at the 500 Section Lounge, we have a few requirements. First, you need to be able to talk about anything at all. Secondly, you need to be able to laugh, play games, and hang out with some very interesting people. From sports radio personalities to reality television contest finalists and everything in between, we talk to them all right here in the lounge. Be on the lookout for what we do next and sit back, relax, and be there to grab a listen. Let's get on over to Home Sweet Home, starring Jake Steinfeld. Our boy Jake. The literal body by Jake guy. Holy mother of God. And how does this start off? Well, body by Jay, because that's his name in this one is Jay Jones, so body by Jay. Straight up, like, walks upon this dude that is just sitting in a car in the middle of, like, some fucking 
off spot on the off the interstate in the middle of the city. Looks like an underpass or something. Yeah, he's like drinking a beer in the car and he just looks out and he's just like, hey, you want a beer? And, you know, Body by Jay gets so offended that this man would offer him an alcoholic beverage. I mean, just look at his physique. I mean, do you think he's going to want to ruin that body image by ingesting alcohol? Too many carbs. Too many carbs. So he fucking just chokes this guy out and throws him out of the vehicle and proceeds to shoot PCP under his fucking tongue while he's listening to this on the radio that he's escaped from prison after having murdered his parents back in the day. He bludgeoned them and shooting up PCP and then he fucking white knuckles the damn steering wheel with home sweet home written on the top of his left hand. And I think that's our title card for this movie, which was a nice little way of doing it. Right. And oh my God, dude, the first kill of the movie is him running over this fucking grandma in the middle of an intersection, just laughing maniacally. But the way they shot it was funny. Yeah. Cause they freeze framed her face. As soon as it like happened, he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, he's, is he windshield wiping the blood? I can't remember. If he's, he's trying got, to. he's got the windshield wipers going. There's just blood just smeared all over the fucking windshield, dude. Then he eventually goes to like this like camper trailer and he's like getting a rag and wiping the fucking blood off of the robes and shit. Made me laugh though because when he throws the rag, he just Hurrah! and you just hear. <laughs> and I thought he hit somebody with it. Like, oh no! I imagined the guy, the fucking colonel from the water boy, getting hit with this rag. When <laughs> 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 will it end? <laughs> I don't mean to like roll through this movie quickly like we're going to do, but I mean, there's a whole lot of nothing that happens. All right. But there are some really funny moments. Like, to make a long story short, he just goes on a random killing spree at this ranch that these people that don't, they don't look like they should have anything to do with each other, quite frankly. Just no. gathering for Thanksgiving dinner. No, because you have the owner who was about to get laid, and his literally mistake is his name in the movie of a son walks in and he's like fucking kiss army makeup. It looks like a fucking mime, but he's a kiss rock army person, guitar amp and everything strapped to his backpack on his back and just making the most noise he can possibly can. Just pissing everybody off, getting chased all over the fucking house while there are a couple Scott and Gail, I think it is. But anyway, yeah, they show up just some random fucking people Along with another random fucking people is, I believe it's Wayne and his female companion, Maria. Oh, yeah, because she plays guitar, too. And she sings, but she only speaks Spanish. That's it. But, yeah, all these people just came together to eat Thanksgiving, and that's pretty much what's going on here. There's really not a whole lot of exposition between anybody I think the only exposition we get is the youngest kid, Angel, and Mistake were having like a little bonding moment at times. And Mistake would do like little magic tricks and stuff for her and impress her, make her happy and shit like that, which is pretty cool. But other than that, no. All you're really here for is Jake. Not from State Farm. No. Although if you don't pay your premium. Yeah, he'll come for you. I, I was. He should have had a red shirt with a State Farm logo on. It's like I am Jake. Well, I mean, dude, with all the blood, his shirt did turn red eventually. Yeah, but the guy that played uh, Harold, I think the the dad or whatever, he fucking looked like Uncle Rico, Danny Trejo, and Charles Bronson had this random like three way fuck child. If you can get past the potato quality of the film, that's another thing. We we had to watch this on YouTube. I could not find this fucking thing anywhere, and 
you could not tell what the fuck was happening because the lighting was really shitty. The actual quality of the film, I think, was from the VHS rib. It was fucking terrible. But anyway, these motherfuckers are like boringly cooking at some point. Rico's like, I'm going to call him fucking Rico, like Harold or whatever. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gas station for the fucking generator because their power gets cut because Jay is being a fuck all around this place. Pretty much. He finds the car that Jay has abandoned on the property and he's like, huh, I guess I'll just siphon the fucking gas from here. So he's trying to get the battery right underneath the hood. And I think the funniest kill in this entire fucking movie, because Cody and I were wound this a couple times. We're just laughing our asses off. Jay just comes out of nowhere doing like a fucking. Do you guys out there remember the wrestler sting from WCW back in the day when he would do the stinger splash, he would haul ass running and just leap into the corner. And he's just like, ah, and he fucking smashes his opponent. Well, body by Jay decides, hey, I can fucking do this too. Just fucking, and just slams and pancakes the fuck out of Harold in the goddamn engine with the car hood. He just basically became a hoodlum. (laughs) Yeah, it's just so fucking funny. He's like, (laughs) ha! Just out of nowhere, dude. Because you don't even see him creep up or anything. He just flies out of nowhere and just splashes the fuck out of him. Stinger splash out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) My God. Stop the damn movie. (laughs) As God is our witness, he actually was broken in half. And then two of the chicks there go on a fucking mission for wine. Yeah, it was the wife and the the cook or the keeper. I don't know, some random chick. And they end up getting pulled over by these cops because they're driving in the middle of the night. And the fucking housewife's just like, oh, well, you know, if you don't give me a ticket, you know, I'll really appreciate it. Like, she's just flirting to get out of it. But the expectation, apparently, that was set here was the cops were going to let them go and eventually come back to them and have their way with them because apparently they were getting drunk because they're buying wine. So they thought they were going to get some by letting them go. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to fucking get with them. We ain't going to fuck them. But that, that, no, no, no porking from the porks. No, what I fucking loved the most is the one cop was just like, did you see the chick with the big bazooms? Sounded like fucking Barney Rubble. Hey, Fred. He's also, you see them, I'm going to make that bedrock. But he's, he's a cop, so he's Barney Rubble Fife. I'm going to place her under arrest. (laughs) (laughs) So now their car doesn't start. So they just walk home. In the pitch black fucking night and literally you can't see shit except for like a random glimpse of them like half lit from whatever light source is out there. Right. And then they come across the car that oh boy just got pancaked in and Jay picks one of the girls up and just fucking body slams her so hard onto the hood that she fucking bounces off and just yeets into a goddamn rock. It looked like a pillow. But she's killed on it, and uh, yeah, he fucking chases the other girl and stabs her with the broken wine bottle to death. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine y'all out there, like, body slamming your significant other into the bed. It's like, <laughs> slam. Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> <laughs> ah! just, but when you finally kill them, it's like, oh, now they're really sleeping. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Going to jail. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so those two chicks are dead. And all that's left at the house is mistake. Angel, Maria, and I think it's Scott. Yeah, Scott and Jennifer. Yeah, that's right. It's not Gail. But I think Wayne is the other guy there too because he's like complaining the entire fucking time about A, there's business to be had. B, he can't watch the fucking football game. C, he's fucking hungry. 
So he's like demanding everything to be done like now. How does he get killed? He doesn't get like jerked through a fucking window and stabbed or some shit. No, I don't he was riding know. in the car and he got stabbed in the neck. That's right. Oh yeah, he got strangled in the yeah. Garroted. He gets yeah, he gets choked out. Let's talk about mistake and Maria. He accidentally spills food on her, so she goes to like get a shirt and clean off, and he's gonna go help find a shirt for her. Body by Jay just pops out of nowhere and he's just like takes her at knife point and he just kills her. Like he stabs the fuck out of her. And then I think one of our favorite kills in this movie was this one. <laughs> I'm gonna let you take this one because goddamn this so one. After, <laughs> so after mistake, like basically begs to have his life taken instead of Maria's, he gets basically pinned to a wall and and one of these sheds, I believe, on the house. And he's wrapped up on his neck with a cable or a wire. It is a live wire. And he puts the, Jay puts the wire on his guitar while he's holding it and just electrocutes the shit out of mistake. And it makes all the guitar strings just like light up and heat and melt. Like it is so fucking cool how it happened, honestly. Right. And just the fact that that was even an option to kill this guy with at this point. You know, Jay's sitting there, he's like, because <laughs> he doesn't really have dialogue. He's, <laughs> you're going to kill me? <laughs> okay. Kiss sucks. Dude, I'm telling you. It's like, fuck kiss. You want an electric guitar for Christmas? Here you go. Dude, I swear to God, like, he was just, <laughs> and I was laughing because this whole time Scott is thinking that Mistake is killing everybody. And the only thing that I could think of is like his motivation was that his Kiss Army membership was revoked. Mm-hmm. So he's just pissed off. And then as is, okay, if he really was the killer and then his final form is what Body by Jay looks like. What if he's like Shitzam? He's not Shazam. He's just Shitzam. And he fucking strums like a power cord and he gets hit with fucking lightning and Lou Ferrigno's into, the, into Jay. And he's just like all fucking big and shit. But you know what Scott's line was when they finally, you know, just sat there and were like, oh, it might be a mistake. Well, it can't take on all three of us. <laughs> he can't take on one of you. Are you kidding me? And I got to sit there and think, what do you mean all three of us? Because apparently it was Scott, Jennifer, and a four or five-year-old little girl, Angel. Like, what's she going to do in this situation? It's like, oh, you have to go through all three of us, but her first. You got to go through the shin kicker first. It's like, seriously, like, all she did in the whole fucking movie was, like, talk to a mistake and, like, eat food. (laughs) She She was under the table, like, just... Stuffing her fucking face. Good for nothing little shit. Yeah. You gotta pull your weight around here. Which, by the way, Angel, if y'all don't know, is Vanessa Shaw, who was in Hocus Pocus as... um Allison. Allison. So, it makes you go like, damn. <laughs> that was her. Right, and it was her first role, too. The ending comes as the power goes out. Scott finally gets fucking killed. Jay gets stabbed in the fucking back and I immediately thought about the line in 21 Jump Street where Jonah Hill's character, they're, they're having the house party and Jonah Hill gets fucking stabbed in the back at some point during a fight and he doesn't even realize he's been stabbed and they all pointed out to him and he's like, oh, when did I get stabbed? <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty much what Jay was just like. When did I get stabbed? That's awesome. Surviving edge weapons. Part two. Yep. But no, like he fucking... Yoinks Scott through a window. 
I mean, really hard to <laughs> slit his goddamn throat. So fucking good. And he starts to proceed to take Jennifer out the fucking house. But at the same time, the two cops from earlier are starting to realize, oh, there's dead body trail going straight to this fucking ranch. What are we going to do? But I'll tell you what she does. She fucking hides in a crawl space somewhere up in the fucking attic area. Just leaves the kid behind. Like, Angel's nowhere to be found. And she hides from him all night. So she comes downstairs in the morning. And as she's stepping down on the fucking bottom step, again, Body by Jay just does another stinger splash out of nowhere. And he's just like, and he fucking like just knocks her over and shit. And we noticed this shit and it was fucking great. There's like the same loop of her scream getting used at least like seven or eight times throughout this entire sequence. Cause the cops wind up showing up and blowing him away with like, there's a fucking shotgun. Yeah. Like they shoot him a few times with regular pistols, but then the other cop pulls a shotgun out and just blasts the fuck out of him. Right. And then I just think it's hilarious. Cause he's got that knife in his back and they just like fucking show up, drop the knife. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you come and get it? But I think one of my favorite faces by him is whenever he's slowly going down and he's just fucking drenched in blood from his neck down. He's just... It, it looks like a bib. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like an outline of a fucking bib on his fucking shirt, dude. Dude, it's like he just stuffed like 30 packets of ketchup in his fucking mouth. Just squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> You're under arrest for robbing the ketchup packets from McDonald's. <laughs> they need that ketchup for their fries more than you do. <sighs> Drop the ketchup. Fuck you. <laughs> Drop that ketchup on the McDouble, motherfucker. It's not cranberry sauce. It's not cranberry. Yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> he went inside, grabbed the cranberry sauce, just... <sighs> he just bites into the fucking can and it just... <laughs> everywhere. Now I look the part. They probably okay. So he opens his eyes at the end of the movie, right? Because he's not dead. Because I mean, PCP is a hell of a drug, okay? Yep. Because apparently, like, Angel had gone and found the cops, like she was wandering the streets or whatever. So Angel and whatever her fucking name is, Jennifer. Jennifer, yeah. Angel and Jennifer are safe, and they look down. They look down at Jay, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check on the other bodies around the fucking place." And he just opens his eyes because maybe they didn't really kill him. Maybe they shot the cranberry sauce can that was in his shirt and that blocked the bullets and he's just alive by chance or PCP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you down with PCP? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's fucking home sweet home, dude. And granted, this movie had some fun moments as far as like that character, but goddamn Blood Rage wins by a landslide this week. Huge, yeah. Huge landslide fucking victory. And as for home sweet home. Failure. On a huge level. Super Media Bros and Uncle Roger give the blood rage a big fucking hell yes. And we give home sweet home a giant. What the hell? What were they thinking? What makes me laugh about this whole thing is like if you actually go look at Jake Steinfeld's television and movie history. Like the dude was a personal trainer for like Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford. Um. He was on a sitcom. He's done voices on like King of the Hill. He's made appearances on Hell's Kitchen. Coming to America. Didn't he have his own TV sitcom at one point? Yeah, it was Big Brother Jake. Yeah. Uh, he played Git in Ratatouille. He was the fish seller in the English version of From Up on Poppy Hill. Like the dude has had some decent roles and shit. But swear to everything, if you fucking ask him about this movie, he's not got anything good to say about it. And obviously... 
there's really nothing good to say about this there, movie. There's, there's, yeah, quite a good reason to say nothing about it. Other than PCP is a hell of a drug. That's probably what he was on when he was making that movie. Dude, I'd probably have to be on PCP to make this fucking movie. So, yeah, again, Blood Rage is your victor. So that wraps up this Thanksgiving edition of Super Media Bros. Super Media Bros. I say, did you stuff your mouth with turkey while listening to, you know, Jake? Stuffing your mouth with cranberry sauce, like, all that goopiness in Right, right. So, yeah, that's, that's it for, that's it for this one. I am ready to tackle all of our shit for December, and holy fuck. As far as the cold cinema showdowns go for December, again, Christmas Evil versus Silent Night, Bloody Night, which that one should be pretty decent and pretty fine. And then for Christmas Day, we're going to release Santa Slay versus Jack Frost, the not Michael Keaton version. Yeah, we have to like put that disclaimer in there, not the Michael Keaton one. I thought you were going to say not the Michael Jackson one. <laughs> uh, next week, we are going to take a look at the Lego Star Wars holiday special. It cannot possibly be any worse than the actual Star Wars holiday special. I mean, nothing can be worse than that in the Star Wars universe. Not even... <laughs> oh my god, not even the Rise of Skywalker is that bad. And that's fucking saying something. Yeah. And I can already hear it in comment land on any forum. Well, that's Jedi was worse. Oh, fuck y'all. Don't even start. Yeah, you should definitely go check out the first episode of 2020. If you want to hear our fucking take on that shit, go back and listen to that one. Yeah, so don't even waste your breath saying The Last Jedi was the worst one. It was not. It By was, a landslide. It was the better one of the three. The best one of the three, honestly. Yes. Fuck off. So, on that unhappy note, to a happy note, yes, we're going to watch the Lego Star Wars special, Christmas special. Yeah, and it's going to be fun. I can't fucking wait. I say it's going to be fun because, again, it can't be any worse. And it's Legos. Then Lumpy. Dude, fuck Lumpy. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Lumpy. Why isn't that? Well, why, why wasn't that a thing last year? Hashtag fuck Lumpy. Because you bastards out there didn't make it happen. We gave you the tools necessary. We told you at Supermedia Bros underscore on Twitter. We said hashtag fuck Lumpy. But did it happen? No. Hi. Uh... And no, don't go and do it this year because it don't count because we ain't watching that shit again. That's right. This year's hashtag no lumpy. Unless you want to get lumpies of coal. Lumpy's the one that brings lumps of coal for Christmas when you're a bad motherfucker. He is a lump of coal. <laughs> He's a giant lump of shit. He's just a hairy lump of coal. Yeah, now that you got the Twitter handle down, go follow us there. Go, uh, go like us on Facebook at Supermedia Bros on Facebook. Go follow us and look at all of our stupid pictures on Instagram, Supermedia Bros Podcast. Check that shit out. You'll have fun. Buy some motherfucking merch from us all day, every day. Don't give a fuck. Buy it. I mean, so, hmm. what, what all do we have to do to make you buy it? You know, do we have to put cool shit on it, even more cooler than our fucking logo and stuff? I mean, what do we got to do? We put cranberry sauce on it. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Just cranberry red colored clothes with the logo. There you go. But no, it's not going to be the whole entire thing. No, it's going to be like splatters of blood cranberry color. That's it. Donate to us on coffee.com slash supermedia bros. That is ko-fi.com slash supermedia bros. And wake us the fuck up. <laughs> Give us some fucking coffee. We are needing it. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Smack that like button. Slap it hard. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah, that works. The no brain one hurts more. Yes. I mean, I don't know about you, but the whole lumpy talk maybe just. Yeah, I'm kind of now.
And, and that's sad. That's sad because today is Thanksgiving and I don't want to get sick. I want to fucking eat all the good food. Eat the fucking turkey, fall the fuck asleep, rinse and repeat. Wake up, eat more. <laughs> that should be sleep a, more. Uh, yeah, wake up, eat more, sleep more. Just a vicious cycle. Repeat, AB. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Go check out past episodes. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Go leave us a rating and review on Podchaser. Jump on that five star like uh, Jay did in this movie. Ah, Dude. Right on top of it. Fucking body slam us between the car engine and the hood of the car with a five star rating. Do it exactly like that. I want to see people jumping on their laptop or their phones just... Slam. Record your friends jumping. Five stars. Yes, record your friends body splashing onto their laptops, their tablets, their phones. No, it's the star splash. Because they're in the shape of a star when they do it. Sounds good. Record your friends doing a star splash on their computers, tablets, phones, everything. Do it. Be like superhuman. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck this shit. Just I'm, make I'm, a, I'm a fan of Super Media Brothers, and I'm going to give them a five-star rating. This is for, this is for my juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Rate this shit. Fuck. These guys are awesome. No shit. <laughs> but yeah, go, go do that. Go do that. Do us a big solid and go do that shit. I think we're going to get out of here and uh, going to go have some, some turkey. And then frog splash onto the couch or the bed. Fuck, that was just fucking uh, frog splash onto the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And just fucking swim in all of it. See, if you don't do the five-star rating, at least just do that on the table. I don't fucking care what's on it. Just do it. Yeah, just belly flop that shit. Right into the fucking food. My turkey. Right into the sauce. Look like Jake. <laughs> When you're done, just like, dude, that'd be fucking great. They but just splash into it and they just come out of it and they're all muscle bound and just ripped up, literally, body by Jake's system. And then you hear Jennifer scream in the background <laughs> like five times. <laughs> it's not like that, but yeah, close enough. Okay, there's five. Okay, cool. It sounds like an alarm for like something. <laughs> it's the alarm to wake up after eating so you can eat some more. Mm-hmm. Just. All right, shut up. Jump. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here so we can go eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Cult Cinema Showdown 61, Blood Rage versus Home Sweet Home. For this week, I've been Midnight Agent Raw. And I've been Okame. Shades on. We're off. <laughs> <laughs>